Okay, and we are recording. Welcome everyone to our very first episode of this podcast. Um, we are going to be talking about some political issues that are going on. This is a political podcast, so welcome. Um, I am joined by my co-host, Isa. Hey, Raj. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about ourselves today because this is just our pilot, so we want to make sure everyone knows who we are. We're going to be talking about ourselves, our upbringing, dealings with racism, because me and Isa are both POCs. Um, we're, we're also going to be talking about where we stand politically, um, what laws we support and don't support, um, and we're also going to be talking about things that are going on currently in the news. So without further ado, we're going to get started. Um, so Issa, tell me a little bit about what you've had to deal with in terms of uh, racism. Like, have, has anyone ever said anything racist to you, or have you had to deal with it in any way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. I have had to deal with microaggressions on a daily basis. I'm... Hispanic and Asian, just like you, <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, people coming up to me, uh, um, pulling their eyes back, oh, calling me the sea slur, um, even though I'm Japanese, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's still bad. Uh, yeah, just like asking me if I eat dogs or cats. Oh, uh, see, like, people <laughs> don't realize how impactful, like, microaggressions are. <laughs> Like, people don't understand that those are still, like, back in the, like, I'd say probably, like, the early 2010s, people didn't really think about microaggressions the way they do now. And as you can see, it all culminates. Like, Asian people have been joked about and microaggressioned all throughout the last decade, and now we're seeing it all come to a head right now with the rise in hate crimes. So you can see now that microaggressions are a huge part of racism, and people need to stop doing them. Definitely. Like, we've definitely been a laughingstock for the country for an extremely long time um like yellow face in the in early, movies yeah. in movies in the early film industry and yeah um it's just it's, it's really off it's really awful when people would um come up to me and tell me and they just wouldn't think about it it, it would be funny to them and then i would just go home feeling awful yeah. about myself yeah that's that's honestly it doesn't it doesn't make sense like People think it's funny. People think it's a joke, but it's not. It's not a joke. And people also. I'm I'm half Indian and half Hispanic, so I've people make fun of our accents. People make fun of um, the way we eat. People make fun of our food. You know, it's it's just crazy. And people don't seem to think that that doesn't that doesn't have an impact. Like people, oh, just laugh it off. You're being too sensitive. You know. No, and also people fail to realize that comments such as these, they essentially make you hate who you are they make you hate your ethnicity they make you hate your background Mm -hmm. and honestly that's that that definitely is probably one of the biggest problems yeah you (laughs) you have internal internalized racism yeah you try and then when dealing with this like when you grow up in a white dominant society you start trying to force yourself to assimilate mm-hmm. as much as you can, change your appearance, change what you like, all in the hopes of not being targeted and to, exactly. to fit in better. Yeah. So now we're going to talk a little bit about where we stand politically. Um, I'm not sure about the scale. Apparently, I was just told by Issa that I'm not a progressive. <laughs> um, I'd say, okay, I stand with... Uh, progressivism more than like centrism because I, I know a lot of people on the democrat side are usually moderate like they don't like to be called liberal or they don't like to identify as liberal if you look at the data but i say i stand more on the liberal side at least 
And I know it's more of like a like democratic socialism. You know what I mean? And the, I know in the U.S. that's taken a rise. Um, what do uh, you think? <laughs> I am a progressive socialist. I yeah. Um, what would so what policies do you say you support? Do you support like free healthcare for everyone? Yeah, or? of course, absolutely. Why? I feel like everyone has the right to healthcare because if we if we don't have healthcare, if a country doesn't have healthcare, then what does the country have? Exactly, what? healthcare is a human right. And it's a human just, right. I've seen. Okay, I'm gonna bring up some arguments that I've seen on you know social media. People say that I shouldn't have to pay for your healthcare doesn't work like that so then in that case i shouldn't have to pay for your roads i shouldn't have to pay for your your mail your education right if okay let's say you're an adult paying taxes are you just not going to pay taxes because you don't think that kids should go to school even though you're not going to school you know what i mean it doesn't make sense that people say that um you know i i don't want to pay for your health care that doesn't make sense i find that i find that very silly i believe that like the amenities that the government can provide it, obviously it has to be a communal effort it needs to be collaborative mm-hmm. so like it's it's un it's unfair for a person who can afford health care to be able to have access to the best to the best hospitals and best treatment while there's people out there dying because they can't afford insulin exactly that's, that's not that's, fair that's crazy i just and then another argument that I've seen aside from that one, which I still think is ridiculous because, you know, if you're willing to, if you're willing to give taxes for roads, hospitals, um, you know, schools, right, you shouldn't have a problem giving for healthcare, which helps everybody in the long run. Now, I have seen that people have said um, that it's going to raise taxes on the middle class. Now, I do have to say that it is going to raise taxes on the middle class, but you won't be paying health insurance also. So it's going to balance itself out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have to pay, you let's say you have to pay right now, like, you know, a good amount of taxes and you have to pay your health care premiums and co-pays, right? So we get rid of co-pays and we get, a premium, get rid of premiums. All you have to do is just pay a little bit higher taxes. So, which, which makes sense. It's <laughs> yeah. the same. That's what other countries of the world do. But what I've also seen is that, I don't know if you agree with this too, but I think that um, Elizabeth Warren, I believe, mm-hmm. proposed that we pay for it by raising taxes on the wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, right? So what do you what do you think about like a raising on taxes on the wealthy? I think it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, personally, they can afford it. They can afford it. <clears throat> the top 1%. People that make more than 400k per year can afford so many unnecessary things, but for them to be able to give a little bit more back to society, I feel like is kind of their civic duty, to be honest. That goes to, um, what was that thing? <laughs> um, <laughs> his, the social gospel remember social gospel yeah where like the rich have a duty to help the poor yeah that's that's true that is true i feel like it is because especially in a capitalistic society people need you know help it's not it's, i'm sure people that were rich were one day you know poor they were middle class they needed they weren't born rich right i mean some people are but i'm saying there are a few people that are, that are rich that were middle class as a kid. So they've experienced what it's like to be in that position. So I wouldn't understand why you wouldn't want to help people. Right. I just, I feel like some people feel, um, they think that 
they people want to take away their money, their hard-earned money, just to give back to people who they think are lazy or don't want to work for it or whatever, but that's totally not the case. And if you come from that kind of background, if you really had to sp- scrap your way through life and eventually you became successful why not have a bit of empathy and try to help other people in that same situation yeah i don't understand why we're just marketing um like loss of empathy as like freedom to have your own money you know what no. i mean okay so what else do we have on the agenda today um what laws do we support oh did you see in texas they they signed this abortion oh my god <laughs> this is about to go on a rant <laughs> oh my so they Jesus. signed let me let me update our viewers so they for the people that don't know, they, Texas signed an abortion ban because remember that Roe v. Wade gives the right to abortions except, you know, certain cases. Um, but for the most part, it gives the right to an abortion. Uh, Texas just passed a statewide law that says that, um, I believe it's that you can't have an abortion past six weeks. Mm-hmm. The woman doesn't even know if she's pregnant past six weeks. Like six weeks have passed and the woman is just getting to know that she's pregnant. And once she knows she's pregnant, she can't get an abortion. That's how that law Let me tell you something. Six weeks is just two weeks of a missed period. You don't know what's going on. Your period could be late or you could be pregnant and then you're not able to have access to an abortion. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm going to curse. No, no, no. Let's keep it PG. This is such an attack on women's autonomy, on women's rights, on, like, why, why do we have politicians who are old men, old senile men in government who can't even accurately identify the women's reproductive system, and yet they're sitting up there and they're making laws about our bodies. And this doesn't, this is not about family values this is not about saving a life saving a life no it's it does not have to do with religion it really doesn't it this this is an attack on women's bodies and this is also meant to keep control over women yeah and i just want to mention that a lot of people use religious arguments remember that the united states has many many religions in it like we are we don't have an official religion we don't have an official language for a reason because there are many different ethnicities so you can't use one religion to make laws for everybody that's not how that works it's not how it works so if you're going to ban abortion on the basis of christianity or any strand of it technically speaking none of us could eat pork because exactly. because in Islam mm-hmm. is also religion practice here, so like okay, imagine <laughs> if there's the other way around. If imagine like uh, Muslim people end up winning a lot of seats, they win the presidency in Congress and all that, and they end up making a law that says nobody can eat pork because their religion says so. Nobody is can that eat pork. Fair to the rest of the religions, the Jewish people, the. Hindu people, Buddhist people, all Christianity people, everyone from that religion. Does that make sense to make a law that says that you can't eat pork just because their religion says that? That doesn't make sense, right? I don't think Jewish people eat pork. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess they would be fine with it. My bad. Um, But still, my point is that they shouldn't, no one should use religion to govern 
everybody when this country has many different religions. That 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 pretext has to be thrown out of the trash. What are some other yeah. arguments from pro-lifers that you've heard? Like, pro-lifers? Anybody? Well, it's a baby. Well, Weird. is it a baby? I, I, it's, I don't it's know. It's not a baby. It's a, it's a mass. It's a clump of cells. Yeah. It's, a diploid, I blood no, clot. Zygote. <laughs> blood clot. <laughs> <It's a blood laughs> okay, so the last thing we want to do, because we're almost like we're at the twelve minute mark, um, we want to encourage people from the other side to listen. I know we just sp- stated a lot of opinions, but we want to make sure, um, you know, if you if you don't support us, at least make sure that you're opening your mind up to our point of view. Maybe you can try to understand where we're coming from, but at least if you're not going to do it, at least just listen to what we're saying. Yeah. Definitely, definitely agree with what you said, Raj. Um, listen, if you if you consider yourself a conservative, if you consider yourself a centrist, or if you disagree with any of our points of views, honestly, you um, keep try to keep on listening. Hopefully, we can not. We're not trying to sway you. That's not what we're doing here no definitely that's, not. we're not trying to bring that, that's you. not <laughs> no we're not trying to make you change the way you think however we would like you to have a bit more empathy if you could of course that applies for anybody that even the centrists who are you know yeah, partially democrat just partially. try to try to understand other people mm-hmm. hopefully we can maybe educate you a little bit mm-hmm. and maybe you'll learn something yeah, maybe you'll, maybe, <laughs> yeah um so the uh, last thing we want to talk about, you said, go ahead. <laughs> yes, the last thing we want to talk about is today is the seventh day of Pride. It's officially been a week since Pride Month started, and I am part of the LGBTQ. I am pansexual, and um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm so happy, um, and really, Pride is not something. <clears throat> that you have to be gay for to be able to recognize the sacrifices that people have made and for the, their rights for yeah. for their rights and um it's yeah. i just want to mention here because i'm straight but i want to say that for the people that are straight that are listening to this i want to make sure that you know that like isa said you don't have to be part of the lgbtq to celebrate pride you could be an ally. I've seen, I think it's LGBTQIASS. I'm not entirely sure about the full acronym, but I just know that anybody could be an ally to Pride. You don't have to be LGBTQ to be an ally to support LGBTQ rights. Of course. The same way, like Obama, for example, he's straight, but he he passed the, I don't know if he passed the law, but he encouraged, he came out in support of same-sex marriage regardless of his sexuality. So I'm it just saying he, that proves term. it right there. What was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, another thing I wanted to say is that Pride is not about rainbows and Pride merch and, like, a bunch of multicolored, multicolored corporatism. That's not what this is about. It's about being able to look back and just celebrate the rights that we've gained and to continue to fight for equality and around the world. To be able to fight for, you know, stability and yeah. protection yeah. and Under just <laughs> not <laughs> be persecuted. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to say 
like I said earlier, you know, everyone deserves to celebrate Pride, but mainly remember that this is a moment for people of the LGBTQ community, and this is them celebrating their achievements. So if you're going to get in the way of that and say that military veterans deserve a month too, I've seen that online where people are complaining that um, veterans don't get a month, so why should LGBTQ people get a month? Um, first of all, they do get a month. They get actually two months. They get November and May. May is Military Appreciation Month. And I forget, I think November is like Veterans, uh, Families are Veterans Month. So if you, if you paid attention, you would know that <laughs> they get two months out of the year for themselves. And Honestly, people of, people of Pride get one month, that's true. I've seen people de- debunk it. I've seen veterans debunk it. Because exactly. there's a lot of veterans that are supportive of the LGBTQ community. And there's a lot of them that are actually part of the LGBTQ community. And to be honest, if you really, really, really want to support our veterans and our our military then you would already know about those months however if you're using that sole argument of the day versus the one month that pride gets that just goes to show that you're against the lgbtq that you should not you should not mask mask that ask mask your homophobia as patriotism exactly that's not what it is exactly and with that, I think we covered everything on the agenda. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you made it this far, we'd like to you know, give you a special thank you for making it with us. I hope you learned something new, or I hope you opened your mind. Right? Is that what you... You're just giving a really confused look. <laughs> I, hope you, you know, I hope you at least came out of these, what, 17 minutes with something new. Um, Ethan, is there anything you'd like to say? Uh, before we close out no thank you thank you for listening if you're still here and we will um hopefully be uploading more yeah we will definitely be uploading more episodes yeah Um, so thank you everyone for listening and have a good day bye bye